Good morning, everyone. You can um, take a seat. We like the old faithfuls bracing the rain this morning and the cold out there. It's so good to see everyone this morning. And special shout out to my brother-in-law who's here this morning. Hello, Ruben. <laughs> um, yeah, so church, I have the honor of sharing um, the word this morning. And it's been quite an interesting week as I've been preparing, you know, what I wanted to say. God's kind of changed things a few times and I thought I'd settled on something yesterday. And then as I was driving through from PE this morning and listening to some of the key scriptures that I was going to share on, I kind of felt God shifting what He wants us to, to speak about this morning. So have some grace with me as we, as we figure this out. But I really feel that there's a word that God um, wants to speak into the church, right, um, this morning. And if it's really bad, let's just tell Lloyd it was load shedding, so the recording didn't work. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, church, we've just come out of a, a series um, called Hearing God, and it's been so encouraging for me. Um, and the plan was kind of to, to wrap that series up this morning. Um, and we're going to change the title a bit, right? And what I want us to focus on this morning is actually the church. The church. I think... You know, we've all kind of been lied to a little bit about what our goal should be in life. I think we've been told we're supposed to be these independent people, right? These self-sufficient families, be a strong, young, independent woman. You know, that's kind of what the narrative is. But I don't find that anywhere in Scripture. I don't find Jesus saying, Yes, Jesse, you know, make sure you've got all your ducks in a row and you don't need anyone or anything. And you've got, you know, I don't know, all these buffers so that if anything goes wrong, you're okay. That's not actually what we read about in Scripture. In Scripture, we read about a very interconnected church, right? God wants us to be connected in community, and I think we've been a little bit lied to about the goals. And I think it's causing problems in so many people's lives. You know, I guess I'm preaching to the, to the church. But um, <laughs> as I was driving this morning, I went to drop off Arabella um, at a babysitter. And there was no traffic. I was like, God, why is there no traffic on a Sunday morning? Right? Why are we not all flocking to church? Why are we not all so excited to be in community and to be using the gifts that God has given us to serve others? I really believe that yeah, we can, we can try and change that narrative, that through us that narrative can start to change, that when we are reminded of how important church is, we can start reminding others of that too. You know, when I read scripture, I see Galatians 6, verse 2, carry each other's burdens, and in this way, fulfill the law of Christ. I read about the church in Jerusalem that was going through a famine, and did Paul say, oh, 
you know, sorry for you, sort yourself out. No, he went all around the other churches and said, I'm going to take up a special collection to help this church in Jerusalem. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 18 to 21, there's some scripture that Paul writes, and he's writing to, to the Corinthian church, obviously. And they, they had things a little bit confidential gifts, which is amazing, but they wanted them for themselves. They kind of wanted to be the coolest, right? They wanted to have the coolest spiritual gift and be able to do these amazing things. And, and Paul needed to set them straight. And he, he said to them, our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange would a body be if it had only one part? The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. That is what Paul says the church should be like. We can't be this hand I don't know what we're trying to do, right? We're not going to get very far. The hand needs the heart. It needs the arm for it to be able to do anything useful. And you know, the body needs the hand too, <laughs> right? What's, how, how's the body going to write? How's the body going to grab things without the hand? It's not going to be very successful, so the title, Church, of this message this morning is You Need the Church, and the Church Needs You. You need the church, and the church needs you. Praise God, I think everyone here agrees that they need the church. <laughs> but um, I really hope that this message will ignite that fire even more in you, that you will become even more passionate about the church of God, that you will even become more invested in being an integral part of this family. You know, I believe that we are called to stand in the gap for one another, that when one of us is struggling we can help carry their burdens. You know, it actually says um, later on in this, this chapter, if one part of the body is suffering, all the parts should actually suffer with it. We are there to, to stand in the gap for one another and, and encourage one another and, and, you know, push each other into all that God has called us to be. And I love that Mark spoke about grow groups and, um, you know, serving in church and joining, you know, the prayer evenings. Those are such an important part of, of this, this journey we go on with God. And, you know, this morning what I really want us to all consider and think about is, do you know you have a gift do you know you have a spiritual gift given to you by God that he needs in his church? Right? You are part of the body. If you are missing, the body is suffering. It says that the Spirit gives each of us a gift. In, in um, chapter 12, verse 7, it's each other. 
In Romans 12, it says, In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. And he goes on to list a few gifts. But you see, there's this range of gifts that the Spirit gives each of us that are needed in the church. And if we're not stepping into those gifts, the church is not flourishing as it should. The church needs us. And I want to encourage us, since probably, like I said, you know, the old faithful here this morning, let's step into the, the spiritual, right? Let's not close ourselves off from the supernatural. You know, it can sometimes, we've, we've discussed, you know, Lloyd spoke two weeks ago about how sometimes people make supernatural a bit weird and freaks us out. But so much of our faith points to this supernatural God, this above and beyond God, this God who was raised from the dead. And what does it say? The same power that raised Christ from the dead is living in us. So let's not close ourselves off from this aspect of our faith and this aspect of you know spiritual gifts because else we're missing out and we're actually reducing our faith. Right, and, and I don't believe that when God finished, or not God, when they finished writing the last, you know, um, scroll that became a book in the Bible, that God was like, okay, my spirit's gone now. You guys are gonna have to wait till I come back to ever see miracles again, to ever see wonders again. I don't believe that that is true, and I think we need to start operating in the spiritual gifts that God has given us. So I want to use one of these gifts as an example today, but there are many listed in, in, in Corinthians, in Romans, so go read and, and, I don't know, maybe ask God if, if you feel unsure about what giftings he's, he's given you. Read these scriptures and, and spend time with him figuring that out. But I just want to use one example, the gift of prophecy. That is kind of what I'd plan to speak about today, about how we can echo God's voice to others through the gift of prophecy. And, you know, I want to give an example of how this gift has strengthened me, how I've needed someone in the church to, to really step into this gifting that God has given them, and how I've used it to strengthen others. And you know, what is, what is prophecy? Again, before anyone gets freaked out, um, it's, it's really just an ability for us to echo God's voice to our fellow believers. That's, that's what it is, right? It's, it's encouraging, it's hope-bringing, hope and, and it's based on scripture. It's calling out in others what they've maybe forgotten God had put in them. And I want to give an, yeah, a, 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 tell a story, share a story of how this um, has helped me. About two years ago, I was going through a bit of a rocky, a rocky patch. 
we want to put it put it lightly and um, I'd made some bad choices and I found myself sure I don't know in a place where I didn't even know if God could still you know fulfill the plans that he wants had for me I thought oh I've just messed I've messed it up right it's it's done God oh you're gonna have to find someone else to do those things because I mean really after what I've done no way God and I found myself in this place and there was a lot of turmoil going on in my in my spirit and um luckily I knew I needed church and I went to a, a worship night that we had um, in Father's House North End, a young adults worship night, and it was really nice. You know, we really welcomed the Holy Spirit um, that evening and, and made time for, for prayer and, and for people to operate in their gifts. And uh, there were a few people visiting from other churches as well. And I met this one guy just before the service or the, the worship, time of worship started. Um, and later on, like all I got was his name, which I can't remember now. I feel very bad to say, but um, it, you know, we sang a few songs of worship, and he he came to me during one of these like kind of prayer moments and said, you know, I have a word from you, you know, for you from God. Would it be okay if I shared it with you? And I was like, yes, I need a word from God right now. Like, please <laughs> go ahead and share. And he said to me, I really feel God wants you to know that he's proud of you. That was it, right? One line. I want you to know God is proud of you. And this guy who all he knew about me was my name <laughs> did not know that in that week I'd had some of the toughest conversations of my life, having to kind of own up to my mistakes, having to bring them out into the open, having to ask for forgiveness, some of the most challenging and vulnerable conversations I'd ever had to have. And this guy didn't know how much those words meant to me how much peace those words brought me, how seen I felt by those words. But he was willing to step out, trusting the Holy Spirit, stepping into his gifting, be vulnerable and share that word with me. Later on that same evening, um, Emily used to be the kids' church director in, in North End, if you know Emily. She also came to me and said, Jesse, can I share a word with you? Like, your God can see I'm struggling. <laughs> need two words. And I said, please, I need a word. And she shared this beautiful prophecy with me about the plans that God had for me and used this analogy of flowers, which I don't know if it's a girl thing. I loved it. And oh, <laughs> it's like, God's not done with me. He still has a plan for me. At that stage, I didn't think I would ever be on a stage again. And she shared this beautiful word with me about how God wanted to use me. They stood in the gap for me when 
I couldn't really hear God's voice or wouldn't have believed God's voice. They realized that the body needed them. The body needed their gifts. I needed their gifts. And in the same way, in times when I've been a bit stronger, in times when I've been operating in my gifts, I've been able to encourage others. I'll never forget one of my friends, before she really um, knew God, she was going through quite quite a rough time and I was falling asleep one night, put my phone away and I just felt God say, Jesse, you need a messenger. Like, God, I'm so comfortable. <laughs> Can't it wait until morning? He's <laughs> like, Jacey, you need a messenger. And I sent her uh, just a WhatsApp, just encouraging her and, and telling her, you know, she was doing well. And any case, she replied back and said, Did God tell you to message me? (laughs) She's like, how did you know I needed someone to message me? How did you know I needed those words? And now she's actually in Grow Group and it's, it's amazing. But I was willing to be used by God to encourage her. Church, when when we are weak, let's be part of this body so that there are people who can strengthen us. And when we are stronger, let us be there for others. And I want to encourage us this morning that we are not disqualified, right, from stepping into these gifts. And, And God has given us gifts. I want to Use the story of Moses to show how God can use very unlikely people to do certain things. So Moses had a stutter, right? He had a speech impediment. And God said to him, Moses, I want to use you to speak to the whole of Israel. I want you to share my word with the whole of Israel. I want you to read the Ten Commandments to the whole of Israel, the most unlikely person, the guy with a speech impediment, is now giving speeches to hundreds of thousands of people. But it's not about Moses. It was never about Moses. It was always about God. The Spirit can do so much more in you than you can even imagine. And I want to also encourage us, like very, very practically, if we want to step into these giftings, what do we do? Because you might say, okay, Jesse, that sounds quite nice. I'm keen to step into these giftings, but I don't even know where to start. Well, I'm going to, again, draw on the analogy of prophecy because that's what I prepared for today. <laughs> but let's say you you really feel that this is a gift that God has given you and, and you get you know, people on your heart at times and, and, and have a, a word you want to share with them and be like, God, how do I step into this gift? Very simply, you start by sending someone a message, maybe the name's John, and you say, John, you know, I've been thinking of you. I just want to say, how are you? Can I pray for you for anything? 
right? And you do that a few times and you build some confidence. Maybe John replies one day, you know, actually I've had the worst week. My coworkers are all fighting with me. Like, please just pray for peace at work. And then you're like, oh, wow, okay, I'm starting to learn the voice of the Spirit a bit better, stepping into this. And then maybe you say, John, you know, there's a scripture that I want to share with you. I read the scripture this morning and I really just pray it encourages you this week. He has this piece of scripture. And you do that a few times. And then eventually you get to the point where you say, John, you know, I really feel that you have a gift of teaching. I feel you have a gift of teaching. And I think you need to step up in your gifting now. I think the church needs your gifting now. You might have been afraid in the past, but, but God has raised you for such a time as this. And then you are prophesying and you're building the body of Christ because John's now going to start teaching. He's going to start, you know, making clear the word of God for many in the church. They're going to understand scripture better. They're going to be better lights in the world. And the church is strengthened. The body is strengthened. Maybe your gift is, is worship. Maybe your gift is, is praying. Maybe your gift is just welcoming others to church. Step into your gift. And my other encouragement as we practically step into this is God is not expecting us to be able to, to sprint the 100 meters when we've just started out in this journey of stepping into our gifts, right? My daughter's eight months old, and she's learning to crawl. And I think it's amazing. I'm like, so proud of her. She takes three little crawls, and my heart swells with pride. And I'm like, you're amazing. You're smart. You're beautiful. You're doing such a good job. And, and that's the same response that God has when we start stepping into these giftings. Right, he's not expecting us to sprint the 100 meters at eight months old. Instead, he's cheering us on for those little crawls that we take. He's like, you're amazing. You're doing so well. I'm so proud of you. Of course, he can't wait till we take our first steps and until we can run the 100 meters. But at eight months old, he thinks we're amazing for taking three little crawls. So I really want to encourage us as, as a church family, as Father's House, Jeffrey's Bay, let's step into the gifts God has for us. Let's have the boldness and courage to do that. And let's have grace for one another as well as we're on this learning journey, right? It takes practice. It takes practice. So let's have grace for one another. And you know, if you are here this morning and you might be thinking, okay, Jesse, that's nice, but I kind of feel like I'm like you who needed that word from someone. Like, I don't have the ability to give someone a word. Like, I'm not in that place right now. I want to encourage you, go to that worship night. <laughs> go to that worship night. Come to church. Join a small group. Get plugged in. You need the church. You need the church. And sometimes it's for little things. My husband's been away this week and got a bit lonely on Friday night. And I sent my friend who's in group with me a message and said, you know, 
what what's your plans for tomorrow night? Her husband's also away at the moment. And she said, no, we want to go for dinner. Don't you want to come with? Like, yes, I'm coming. <laughs> and it was just what my spirit needed. It was just what my heart needed. I was plugged in to a community of believers that could encourage me, that could just be companionship for me. Right? That's how practical this gets. You know, we need Christian friends. <laughs> it sounds so simple, but we need Christian friends. How can we expect to flourish in our life if we don't have any other Christians speaking hope into us, speaking life into us? Right? Then we just that hand there by itself. I don't know what it's doing. It's not getting very far. So let us step out this week, and, and I want to encourage us to all spend some time with God in, in prayer this week. You know, God, what have you gifted me with? What can I bring to the church? I mean, let's step out in faith and courage to do that. Amen? Amen. So guys, I hope that encouraged you, um, and let's a little bit of extra fire in all of us for the love of the church, because that's Jesus' greatest love, right? Is this, this bride. This is who he's coming back for. So let's stand and, and pray. Yeah, thanks, Rob. You can come make me sound super spiritual. Lord, thank you for your love. Thank you that in your love, you gave us this body of believers, a family, God, a family that gets messy sometimes, but a family that loves, a family that is, is walking towards you, a family that can be there when we fall, God, and encourage us when we are weak, a family that can speak life and hope into our lives. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would just give us a fresh anointing today that each of us would with boldness and courage step into the gifts that you have for us and that that would strengthen this church. That as this church is strengthened, we can go out into the community and make a difference in the city, God. Lord, I pray for anyone here this morning who feels a bit lost, God. They, they feel like they're not part of a family. God, I pray that this week you, you will make them feel seen, God, and that you will just guide them, guide them as they walk on this journey of, of getting plugged in to the body. Encourage them. Give them boldness. Give them boldness to come to Grow Group, God. Give them boldness to, to, to step into the gifting and to serve in church. Lord, we, we love you, and, and may you just minister to us this week and help us just figure, figure these things out, God, and yeah, we just love you and we trust you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Mark's going to just give us some closing thoughts. Thank you, Jess. That was a powerful word, eh? An in-season word. Guys, stick around, have a coffee. She's let us finish a little bit early, which is great because it's just setting us up. We can see now we can fit a second service in on a Sunday morning. Okay? Come and join coffee. There's personal prayer up the front. If you want to chat, come and join some of our leadership team. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Eh?